For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in. Like, you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8th, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. So, Benjamin Kissel. Yeah. What did you learn over your summer break? I learned how to go camping. Really? I went camping in San Antonio, Texas. That must have been very hot. It was very hot, and apparently you're not supposed to have any fires, but I didn't read that until we were done camping, and I had a massive fire. Why did you so set a big massive nice. fire in the middle of a dry desert? Or? It was in uh, the fire pit. Oh, So okay. everything was fine. Everything That's was fine. fine. No so problems you didn't, there. So you're Nothing not was ablaze. So you didn't leave Texas, I'm not a and felon. there's not like a bunch of stories about like no. mysterious Bigfoot sets <laughs> national reserve no, to place. Like, I'm not wanted by any authorities. That's no. all I ask. Absolutely. All I want is to come back from summer break. Mm-hmm. Everyone refreshed. Yeah. Re-energized. Not Absolutely. guilty of a crime. Not guilty of any crime. It's extremely no. important to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I learned that I can sweat in parts of my body that I forgot existed. Well, you have the thing uh, about us is that as as we age too, what's fun is that we our bodies become more mysterious. So like, they you know, do. John, John Meyer, John Meyer, John, John Meyer, John Meyer, John Mayer. Um, yes. He, uh, he said certain bodies are a wonderland. That's right? one of his, yes, disgusting yes. songs. But I find he, that song to be disgusting. It is, because yeah. mostly it's about, you know, like looking a very beautiful woman's crevices, any or one of her crevices, which sure. I also, but I love that, right? I mean, his I love fan that. base tends to be 13, but maybe not anymore. No, I don't no, know. No, I'm not, no, uh, whatever. But the thing is, our, our bodies, um, they're becoming like a haunted house. Where yes. you open up a door, like, and you think, like, oh, What's that's in there. That's going to be his normal side of his body, but Absolutely. oh no, there's all these hidden nooks and crannies. Absolutely, and of course, you know, it's quite easy for us to lose weight and get in shape. We're just choosing not to. You know what I learned over the over summer break? What's that? I work too hard. I care too much. That's unbelievably well. First of all, no, no, I you can't I just care say that. Too much. I give too much. What did you do over summer break? I um Did you do anything? Ooh, I smoked a lot of weed. Okay. I learned Crusader Kings 3. Did you do anything that you wouldn't have done if we were working? No. Anything did you did you do anything that was like not I went like to Moza, my favorite restaurant in LA. Oh, that's fantastic. Um I got drunk. Fantastic. On my couch. Oh, great, alone. I grilled by myself. That's sad. 
It was nice. It's sad. I love the silence of the grave. Yeah. Without everybody being dead. Hmm. Because then you know that you can choose to hear your loved ones if you want. But at the same time, they can go shush, shush, shush. Absolutely. If you want as well. well. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Hope you enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. And hope everyone had a good end of summer. Because oh, it's coming towards an end. Oh, man. We're I'm careening into it. I'm a football fan, it. so I'm happy about football coming back. But I am not happy about uh, winter coming. Although now we live in sunny Los Angeles, so winter is actually like a nice summer. It's hotter than ever. Isn't that interesting? Um, I want to say, first of all, Kissel, right before we got into the break, obviously, there was a little bit of a controversy. Kissel's obsession with tomatoes. Well, we're going through Marcus a tomato asked, drought. Yeah, sure. And then Marcus, That's true. Yeah. And Marcus asked straight up, because I remember, and then I, I'm kind of haunted by this, because then Marcus, he asked, because well, we brought him as a special guest on Side Stories last week. Yeah. And he's like... Is this what Side Stories is? It is. You talking about tomatoes. Well, he, why was he surprised about that? Because he thought we'd be doing something else. <laughs> yeah, because he works. His side project is a show that he equally does research for. Well, he does too much work on that show. He does way too much work on, on No Dogs. I mean, check it out. It's a fantastic, it's fantastic. show. fantastic. It shows. The I mean, shows. technically, we all have about the same ratings. You know, we all kind of get the same amount of listeners. So is it is he technically stupid? Uh, we don't know. Well, it's because not that he's stupid. It, it reminds in this me, one aspect, we're winning. It reminds me of a gym teacher who asked his students, who do you think is the smartest teacher in the school? And all of them said, oh, the science teacher. And he, the gym teacher says, no, me, because I can pay the same amount of money and I play with kids all day. My whole thing is, ugh. Dodgeball. I Sure. I play dodgeball with kids all day. Yeah, see, that's a better sentence. Thank you. Um, but there has been a big old one thing that came up. I got emailed quite a bit about this idea that this, uh, this story about a semi-truck that was carrying 150,000 tomatoes that crashed in the I-80 <laughs> outside of Vacaville, California. And Vacaville. it shut down, or Vacaville, we're not sure. I don't know. Um, and it shut down the highway. But that's the only tomato-based story I even want to bring up. I think it's fantastic. No crime here. Have a little fun with it. It's a great day to be a little bird or any other animal that enjoys tomatoes. You do have free tomatoes here at this point. Unless However, this was a vegetable terrorist attack. It could be a vegetable terrorist it's attack. Destabilizing, like when they let all the birds out, when PETA does that. Absolutely. Of course, PETA is only there to make money and they don't actually save animals. So donate to the um, ASPCA, which is a fantastic organization. It is. I okay. think so still. I don't know. Oh, they are. They're I fine. hope. They are. They're fine. Um, also, anyway. I want to say thank you to everybody who purchased a shirt with, with our combination of us and Meth Syndicate yeah. uh, we, with the uh, I Suck Satan's Dick in Salem, Massachusetts. Red Dick, which it, really adds a flavor to it. It does. And I'm proud of everyone that's taken pictures and posted them on Instagram. I see it. I can't wait. And I'm happy. And I'm just going to say this. If you are going in for the job interview, depending on the job, most likely not going to want to wear that one. Maybe not. But if you're going to be like super cool janitor, maybe you do wear it. Absolutely. If you want to come here hip and with it, you can wear it. But sometimes you're not always auditioning to be a DJ, are we? Not uh, anymore. Not anymore. But AI is, is taking over that as well. But we're getting that. Uh, we're going to be getting that check soon. And we're going to be do I'm going to reveal the name of the charity. We're not ready to blow it up because MILFs. They, it's called MILFs for Guns. Yes. And MILFs we're going to arm MILFs. Yes. And of course, they're going to absolutely love that. It's We're sending Lisa Ann to Afghanistan even though the war is over. <laughs> well, that's why she's needed there more than ever. Yes, but we're going to be we're going to name that charity but outside of the shirt mentioned because they asked if we're going to be donating to this thing for kids, can you please not say we're all sucking Satan's cock while we're doing it? Absolutely. Um, but they Again, don't understand that's the ultimate satanic trick because that's what real satanists do, give in secret. Absolutely indeed. You must give. We have to help one another. Well, speaking of giving this uh, this truck driver who gave the road 50 
1,500 tomatoes, or 150,000 tomatoes, rather. Unfortunately, they did uh, have some minor injuries, and they did complain of some pain. What, the tomatoes? Uh, no, the uh, the the individual who crashed this, he said- The guy went, oh, oh, and all the chefs who came out, they were like, oh, look, it's yeah. free, a tomato. And they came out there, and the cars were swerving and stuff, like, oh, someone is obliged, my nice white chef's uniform with these corpses, yes. tomato corpses. You are minimizing this a little bit because there was two people in one of the cars hit by the semi and one of those people had a broken leg so now who feels like the tomato throw some tomatoes on it mm-hmm. rub tomatoes on it that's called that italian robitussin absolutely and be very careful according to the california highway patrol tomato peels are slippery well so I there mean, you go in I'm tomato glad, news we've covered it i am glad we did and, and we we're the number it. one source for tomato news so far absolutely unless these fucking tomato bastards start getting into the podcast game well, I'm just happy that the banana is gone. Who cares about the banana peel? Now we're out to tomato peels, and I think that's much more appropriate because it's the color of blood. I also think well, a tomato peel, it's not that slippery. It's I not. I mean, a banana peel, it's not that slippery. Well, it is uh, if, if you slip on it. So anyway, what other stories do we have? We have one Speaking, serious story, but yes, we'll we get do. to that in a second. Speaking of slips, this was one of my favorites, right? My favorite style of weirdness. In mm. our, our things that we cover, right? Because my favorite author, PKD. I know you'd be surprised. Philip that Frank, K. Dick. Philip K. Dick. I know you'd be surprised that Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, I love Dune, but I don't know about the rest of his books. Where Philip K. Dick, I enjoy his entire oeuvre. Did he write more books than Dune? He wrote a couple. He had a he had a submarine drama oh, that was called cool. The Boys Down Below or something. <laughs> oh. um, he had a couple other things, and then but, but mostly he's known for Dune. Okay, right? but. Pete, Philip K. Dick is very important to me. And what we know about Philip K. Dick, if you do, have you done any of the reading, if you're a cool person, if you're someone I want to be around, mm. you know, I don't know that if those are mutually exclusive, but he actually had what he calls a time slip. This idea that he had a sort of it was a mental break in one way, or okay. was it a mental success? This isn't something that a bride takes off after she's married and she throws it to all of her bridesmaids. Hopefully one catches them so they can find love also. I always find it weird in a wedding that you're supposed to go up there with your teeth and go up and you're like, your, Some your fucking do it. wife's father is there and Some you gotta fucking it. rifle around her pussy hairs with your mouth and well, shit, one which of the, is fine. I'm not married for many reasons, but one of them is I do not like wedding tradition. We but, did not do a lot of wedding tradition I don't when like we got it. married. It's, because it's it is me. weird. I mean, you feel like, I want to do that, but I want to do it at home. Yeah. Yeah. But Philip K. Dick is not one of those slips. Philip K. Dick had a real-time slip where he believed he was approached by this non-human intelligence called Vallis that shot a laser of information to his head okay. that revealed to him that time was not linear and that he looked at a version of himself in ancient Rome that he believed was happening concurrently with our reality. Sure. And they're actually, I was just reading an article by a uh, occult author, Mitch Horowitz, that also has come forward with, believe that there is lab confirming this idea that time is not linear, that it is all happening at once. And stacks on stacks on stacks. Stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks, and that precognition can actually maybe be proved in a laboratory to be real. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm touching your skin like this. You are. It, but, well, it's very exciting because then it can always be 2011, the last year the Packers won the Super Bowl. Sure, because he, he says, and this is what is weird, the way they figured it out in the lab, right? The way they figured it out. And this is weird, is that what they'll do is give you two vocabulary tests that they'll give you a vocabulary to a memorization, right? Where they give okay. you a list of words and then you do a cold test where you try to repeat back the memorized words that you just did. But according to this experiment, mm -hmm. what they wanted to say was that you'll do a follow up lesson. 
after you do the test. Okay. Where you have the same words, but what you do is you go through with an instructor after you do the cold test, where you go, here are all the words, here are what they mean. And do, and A bit of they, a warmer test. Yes, but what they show, according to this test, they said that they have a statistical analysis. There's enough of a bump that says more people are better at the first test when they do a test afterwards. So hmm. literally, the training that they got about the words after the test, because time is not linear, show that they were better at the test before the warm-up. Because they had already had the warm-up if time was not linear. Well, you know maybe they got a little too cocky with it, and they really didn't try to use their brain to its full capacity. I don't know. But Who I, knows? I, but the, I don't know what all this means, but it points towards this idea that maybe. Just maybe. Maybe, just maybe. Just time. Maybe. And the idea of time, lateral moving time, is not something that is real. Linear time. I believe linear, it. Right? Why not? And, of course, because your ultimate fear is death, something I embrace on a regular basis. You love but it. But you don't die. No, you will. You, who knows? Well, eventually you do die, but your time. You your time has been done already. And we are here just living out. You know, some people get freely afraid because they think that that means fate. And we're locked into our fates. But I don't know. No. It's more just that time and everything. We have access to all times. Yeah. Right, apparently. But there is one place, apparently, where it is so common okay. to have a time slip that's actually become known for it. And this is Bold Street in Liverpool. Oh, in Liverpool, now, home of the Beatles. There, there where the Beatles all, yeah. apparently, where the Beatles all, has a bit of a, a legend, which is to say that when you go down the streets of Bold Street, you can see in this picture, it's nice. It's a nice looking street. They have a bunch of different kinds of lights hanging. It looks like yes. there's cars on the ground. It looks like there's people going to a bell, going to a sock hop, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what British people do. We'll find out. Well, sock hops. In October, we'll find out. Mm -hmm. uh, but this, he says that on Bold Street, that more than one person have slipped into another time. Intriguing indeed. There was one man, a man by the name of Frank, right? Uh -huh. Former cop. That's who you know he's believable. Absolutely. They would never they lie. They never lie. Absolutely. One Saturday in July of 1996, Frank and his wife, Carol, he visited Liverpool to do some shopping. They were at Central Station and the couple, oh, did they give a bit of a slip up there? Oh. They went down there and they only went a bit of a slippery route to a different time period there. No. Right? Carol went to Dylan's bookshop in, in Bold Street to purchase a copy of Irvin Welsh's new book, Train Spotting. Oh, Train Spotting. That movie makes me nauseous and Very sick disgusting. and never do heroin. Please be safe. But Frank said he was walking around. He was looking about 20 minutes. He was walking in the street. Him and his wife split up. And they walked near. He was near the Lyceum. He was looking for a CD. Just he, put a little timestamp on. Yeah, so you know, because that's what we used to do all day. That's all we used Compact to do. Compact disc. I used to go to Weebies CDs. Oh, me too. I remember they the CD you. warehouse. Absolutely. I remember the CD warehouse understood that we were maybe sort of stealing from the back of Borders and selling those DVD sets <laughs> to the CD warehouse because they were like, stop selling them here. We know you're stealing them. Absolutely. Um, but he said that he went out, he was walking in the street, and then all of a sudden he stepped into a dead spot where it was quiet, highly, a little suspiciously quiet. Oh my goodness. And then he saw a small box van. It looked something from the 1950s. It sped hmm. across his path. And he's like, what the fuck? And he noticed that the van had the name Kaplan's emblazed on the side, okay, right? Okay, maybe and it's a deli. knows. The Kaplan's from a long time ago. Okay, so Kaplan's doesn't exist anymore in right? 1996. He, he crossed the road and he saw the Dylan's bookshop. It's no longer there. 
Okay. And you know, they'll say, oh, well, one the Bibbidi Bop. I went to go take a look at the bookstore there. What oh, was that? No, no. It was not the store. It was the name of Crips. Oh, it was called Crips and not Dylan's. No. And he was like, oh, what's that going to be? And he found it. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a pharmacy then. Whoa. Right? That's not um, a bookstore at all. He looked in the window for Crips and he saw no books on display. But he saw windows of women's handbags and shoes. Right? Whoa. And he saw that people were wearing clothes that would have been in vogue in the 40s and 50s. And the men wore trilbies. Tr- tr- trilbies. Now, What's a trilby? I think it's a it's a cock ring. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell, mm, you, yeah. Can tell the, you can tell by the, the tightness of lock. Oh, transfer me to that time period, please. I love a good ring. Yeah. Long overcoats. The women wore scarves, berets, pillbox hats. Right, and the possibility he said, like, what happened? They just like walk into this. He yeah. cited a girl of about twenty, right, who was dressed like she was nineteen ninety six, uh-huh. and he grabbed her, right, and he was just like, "Ma'am, what time are we in?" Now, is it possible he's just accidentally grabbed this woman, or purposely grabbed this woman, and came up with this story in retrospect, so he doesn't seem like a grope? No. Okay. He grabbed this woman, right? And he said, like, did you see that then? Did you say? Did you see what happened? How everything changed? Right? She's like, yeah, I thought there was a new shop that had just opened. I was going to go look at the clothes, but now it's a bookshop. So, so she, she saw Dylan's. No, she no, she, yeah. So she saw Crips. She, she saw Crips. She saw it too, and then she got there and she realized it was a bookstore. Time slip, bro. Time slip. Yeah, man. Times keep on slipping, slipping, slipping into the past. Wow. If you're in Liverpool. So he wanted to go buy your rhythmic CD, and next thing you know, he's in a whole nother era, a whole nother century. And now the question is, where's his wife? In hell. Oh, <laughs> no, my. she showed right back up. She and did. Now, but that wasn't the only time either. There was also, there's been several instances of a time slip on Bold Street. This okay. has happened again. This happened to another person because uh, they were walking down the street. Is um, it possible everything just kind of looks the same? You get a little drunk, you have a couple of beers, a little bit of suds in your tummy, and next thing you know, you're like, whoa, this is a different street than I remember because you're on a different street. How dare you deny the impossible? It, well, it, it might be very... That might be it true. could be that. I don't know. I mean, I'm also like totally, I'm down. I just feel like, again, if I'm going to have a time slip, can you bring me like uh, someplace else? Oh, yeah, somewhere man. cooler? This is another story. This is a story of a man named Sean. He was shoplifting in Liverpool. And you know he's telling the truth because he admitted that he was shoplifting. He was shopping. He admitted he was stealing, right? He ran away from a security guard, right? He had to, This is like a, from a YA book. And so he <laughs> stole something from a store. He ran away from a security guard. Whoa, and the thing can't that he get me, like, get away from him. He then slipped into another toy. That's a hell of a way to escape. He's trying to shake off the guard, right? He turned into a dead end. It was called Brooks LA. Right, okay. and by this time he was out of breath, and he started to get a tight sensation in his chest. I know what that's like. Uh, I have a, we're on the exercise bike. Hypertension. He soon realized that it's actually it wasn't just he wasn't just there anymore. It wasn't just, something was weird, right? Yeah. And then someone was over the atmosphere. Now he waited for the guard to catch up. That's how bad of a thief he was. Right. Yeah. Why would you ever do that? You got to get the heck out of there, man. The guard never appeared. Hmm. So I think that maybe, maybe hey, I'll give him a bit of the slip then. Right? A time slip. He sauntered back out and he started to walk down Hanover Street again. And he realized something was wrong. Is it, po- right? is it possible that the guards, like the guards here in America, who are not legally allowed to stop you if you're shoplifting? That's the best part. Um, is it possible the guard just didn't care to follow him? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, but this time he went and he looked at the road, eh? The road, he looked different. <laughs> and so did the pavement. And he noticed cars. The driving boy looked very old-fashioned then. Oh. Right, and he's like, "Oh, the roadworks. The, the, I thought the roadworks were different. Yeah, but then I looked. Roadworks were gone. Then 
right? And he saw the people around him. They were wearing strange clothes. And he crossed over to Bold Street. There was, oh, there's a traffic light there. It wasn't here before. The traffic light wasn't there before. Meanwhile, so. he's carrying this fucking, God knows, God what, knows rubber butt he stole from the dildo, store. Dildo, right? something like that, yeah. And he carried on walking, right? And then he's like, oh, something fucking back. And then he realized... Oh, step back in time. Back in time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What have happened? And then he takes out his cell phone, right? So he still has got a cell phone, right? Right. So he takes it out. He's got all these people from another time I period. I mean, they might think he's a witch him. or something with that. I don't know, but he said no signal. I mean, it's London. It's England. There's it's no Liverpool. Satellite. There's no. No, London's a very big city. London has the worst Wi-Fi in the country, in the world. Yes, yeah, sure, Maybe. but still. Right? Okay. He went and he was like, oh, no one's going in. And he went over to this newspaper stand and he, well, he was like, what day is it, sir? <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, oh, are you deaf? Of course. It's May 10th, 1967. Whoa. Whoa. He traveled back in time, dude. And he, what are you going to do? How do I get back to my own time? What about family? What, what about did friends? He do? Right? Right, so he sped up this pace. He reached the jewelers, right? He tried his phone again. This time it worked. And then he sighed with relief and he looked around and he realized, his body and his side of the street had returned to the present. But then when he looked around, he saw down a strike. It was 1967. Well, isn't that something unbelievable? And I think that that's fascinating. And in no way is a cop and a thief untrustworthy sources for any of these stories. But I want to know, have you ever experienced a time slip? Email sidestoriesLPOTL at gmail.com because I find it very interesting. I just want to go to a funner time. I mean, I've had those. I mean, like, I'll blame. This is back in the day. but I, I want to go blame to pre 42099. I want to go back to sure. 418 because 420 was Columbine and then everything changed. Everything changed. And I believe that was also before Woodstock 99. Yes. So things were chill. It was just chill time. But I actually, I kind of wonder because I know one time I was driving around LA. This is like one of my first pilot seasons in LA. And it was really the first time I got some good ass fucking Cali weed, right? Sure. And I, and I did, I was in, this is not, you shouldn't be doing this. I smoked a bunch of weed and I was driving around, right? Like Very dangerous to do, sure. But in my mind, I remember driving down Sunset Boulevard about two o'clock in the morning. Well, nothing right? bad happens on that street. No, dude, nothing. And I was driving out there and I remember that song came on that uh, was from the 1960s. been like, um, like, uh, come on, people now. Smile on the band. Together, try to love one another. And I was driving down Sunset work, Boulevard. But... No. Yeah. Failed. The whole generation failed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was driving down the street and I saw in my mind all the kids up again to flower power right and then they got the signs we're in the end of the war yeah. no nukes nukes are for jukes right so that I saw those signs. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then maybe for a second like i did sort of see them and i was like walking I mean, maybe they like, were just protesting the the war that we were in no currently. man she was empty because the, the goon squads come around and they knock all the homeless people in the head if they're oh, sleeping on the street i see and so i was walking i was like man Maybe I am slipping back in time. Because I felt it. I felt what it must have been like. I saw in my head, I projected in my head what that time period must you have been like. You would complain so much. Yeah, I hate I'm not there. No. No, no, yeah. no, no. Well, I feel like I would have been into the drugs, but not into the... Who knows? But it you know what? Like it was fun. To be honest, the weed sucked. That's the problem. Well, there's the a, weed was, was not dirt. good. It was, it was dirty swag. And I don't mind some swag. You roll up a big old joint. Oh, yeah, I like it. And I can... like some mids. I've come around to mids. Mids are just fine, but that's all you can get. Yeah. And then you have to go through. But did your I experience a time is... slip? 
Or was that just imagination? Just your imagination. Oh. Uh, and then you would also have to go back to the drug dealer. But at that time, you really didn't want to hang out with your drug dealer because there were like a dude named Kai and everyone knows their name was like Tyler and he just like changed it last month. Yeah. And it's just really annoying. So you would actually be quite frustrated. Nothing on television. No, I'd be um, mad about that. Yeah, limited. Tele- it, it would go off the air at like nine. Well, this is because I know what TV's like now. Back then, that'd be regular for us. And yep. we wouldn't know that, how much we were missing out. Live from your grave. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> oh boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha. Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. What did we do when we were kids? Sometimes you would get drunk and you would uh, take one of those shopping carts that was motorized and used for people who were supposed to have disabilities, but mostly it was just for morbidly obese people who ate mm. themselves out of walking. You're talking about it has the fun, flirty name of Rascal. Rascal. A man, uh, he got real hammered, right? And then sure. he went on a joyride on a motorized Walmart shopping cart. That's no, apparently bad. this is illegal. What? So yeah, this, I mean, stealing is probably the most illegal part. His name is Aaron Gregory, a, a man named with two first names. So oh, you know, again, you can't trust him either. It, uh, he haphazardly drove this Walmart scooter down the aisles, and he ran into shelves and displays, and he created danger for other patrons. Oh, he's just having—he's just being chaotic. But... And he struck a bunch with the scooter. But my question is, these scooters don't really get going that fast. They can. Cl- Have you never been? Rubber, have you never been rubber tired? Was it flat tired? Flat tired by somebody in a wheelchair? Yeah, but also, it hurts. I'm sure it does. You gotta get out right. of the way. No, it's like, like Ed's taking care of his 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 mom, his late mother's like yep. dog that's 15 years is ancient, you know, and that's it always has a tootsie. cone on its head. Tootsie, it always got a cone on its head. And the thing is, I was hanging out the other day, and the <laughs> cone keeps cutting my shins because oh, she can't see. She's she blind can't as see. Fuck. That's why she's got and the so cone. Keep smashed into things with the cone, and it just hurts, right? And yeah. so it's the same thing. It's that shin pain. It's kind of the same thing in a, in a very very different kind of way. So this guy, he's absolutely hammered, and he's he's driving around uh, again in one of these motorized carts, which is so fun to do. And, but it turns out in, in his backpack, he had an open bottle of Smirnoff, and that was the vodka. And then Gregory was seen that night busted for driving under the influence. So he got a DUI. This is what we call a bender. Well, yeah, he's he got having a, a bad Wednesday. Depends. It's a Sunday. So he had a DUI Ooh, Saturday yeah. night. And then Sunday, <laughs> you still got to go to Walmart. But you're still hammered. You can't stand. So then on the way, you're you like. You can't drive. Yeah. That's for certain. So, you know, it is. It's hard because. There but for the grace of God go we. I think about that all the time about how mm-hmm. like that man's just doing a killdozer on a real small local scale. Absolutely. I mean, and he so- just he's frustrated with his lot in life. He obviously um has a substance abuse issue well, like problem. He's you got know- if you're drunken and driving that much. He right. also was waiting. He just delayed the hangover, and he just wanted to delay. You know, when you wake up and you do something real stupid and you're drunk, like get it to you, do you why? Like that's just like, 
what happened? And then as your dream fades and yeah, reality yeah, yeah, comes yeah. in. You, you realize you, all the things that you've done and right. like the bridges that you burned the night before. Right, and, like how much work it's going to take to repair all of that and the thousands of dollars you have to pay for a DUI these days. Yeah. And then sometimes you lose your license for multiple months. Most of the time you do. So I think he just wanted to have one more day of pure bliss. Yeah, and just like in the fog of, of booze and now like we'll all handle this. Like it's a long weekend. We can get to this on Tuesday. Yes. And so anyway, apparently these vehicles can go 10 miles an hour. So he was charged with disorderly conduct and open containers. Yeah, and, it's the um, booze. If he didn't have booze, people would just think he's fun. Technically, he's just like Nathan Fielder or something. He's doing like the prank comedy. Yeah. Also, Judge Aaron Peacock. Uh, he barred Gregory from returning to Walmart uh, for six months. Oh, he loved that. So didn't he, he can't go to he can't go to Walmart for six months. So. You know, what a day for uh, Aaron Gregory. But you know what I would do if I was him? What I'd park outside of that Walmart? You can't every day. You can't. Why not? Oh, Walmart parking lot is Walmart, my friend. Absolutely, right on the edge of the sidewalk, though. That's what I keep being like. They're saying Walmart. That's I think how you you're know. Stuck in Walmart. Yeah, but that's how you know. That's if he was re- if he's real. That's what he'd do. Yes. Also, because then I've- he'd always make sure that he knows. Like, oh yeah. So I guess I'm just across the street from the Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Like you just do that. Just minding my business right. on public property. You know, it seems like he's gonna get another DUI. Also, if I didn't mention this, was indeed a man in Florida. No so, way. But anyway, isn't that kind of fun to remember what it was like to go around as a child with the motorized scooters? And we used to do the Piggly Wiggly. They would say, get off of those. You're fully capable boys to walk. But we're like, but we're having fun. I think more so the lesson is, I think a lot of people are like, how do I get what I want without a killdozer? That sounds like a lot of money and time and know-how. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You'd be really surprised how much, I really think that you'd be surprised at how much government works you can muck up with just a rascal. Absolutely. You, a rascal, a heart of gold, and a, your version of America in the back of your drunken mind. Absolutely. And you can go out there and make the America that you want, which is completely ineffectual, ground to a halt. Absolutely. That's the goal there. Also, just an update on uh, the Lori Vallow situation. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. The son has also now got bu- busted for uh, sexual assault. So this, fa- this I'm just going to say it's a family fucked. thing. The whole family's so, fucked. Anyway, There's a new documentary series coming out about it. Yes. Uh, I don't know if this will be included because also, I watched this the, family can't, uh, this family is just really horrible. They're <laughs> fucked up. I watched a documentary series about the Hillsong Church, too, and I, yeah. they kind of made a big deal about it. But honestly, it's just a church. It's just that bad. It's just churches suck. Right. So yeah, it's a that it's was, a church. So that, it's bad. That was the one interesting thing in San Antonio. There's so much fun stuff to do. So many fun bars and yeah. restaurants and good music. Seventh largest city in the country. Did you know? No. I have never seen so many churches in my life, and it's all like rebel church, Yo, cool yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. But we it's do just like a little <laughs> different here. Yeah, like mm, our guy's got an arm tattoo. There's a couple by daycares, and I'm just like, nah, let's, 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 let's separate. Okay, let's separate these. Because those anyway. are the ones that have the tunnels. From the toilet in the basement. Well, now to you the sound church. like the guy I ran into at a bar yesterday. I mean, that's, I'm slowly but surly. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to talk about the idea of. So, if people like to jump out of a plane for fun, that's stupid. I uh, don't like it. I don't. Under, it's always people, people who are like, it. I had a drinking problem. And now I just jump out of planes with th- knives in my teeth. You're talking about Travis. That's yes. literally the idea that people get sober and then they do something even more They extreme. always do it. Everyone. It's even always just extreme. like, I got to get the bug up. I took up jujitsu. Man, like, it's crazy, right? I don't know. But what happens where, like, you guys are all chill with jumping out of the plane, but what if the pilot's not? That's what's really get bad. When the pilot decides to do this independent of everybody else, it's not good. A co-pilot, I like how they use the term exited a plane. 
in midair. <laughs> I mean, it is exiting. He did, but it sounds like exit left your right. Gotta go, bye. It's just like no. During a North Carolina flight, was visibly upset and possibly sick prior to departing without a parachute. Now we give it up. We, honestly, Jeez. we have we do have a specific section of listeners that are guys that people that jump from planes. And I know for a fact that people that they love that it's a they take pride absolutely in, in that it's safe and it's fun and then they do it and so stuff like this I imagine yeah. makes them pretty upset. Well, the fact that we don't hear every single day how many people have plunged to their death from planes means it's probably relatively safe. It's working. I just feel like for me I never want to wake up and think, oh, that would be something to do today. No, because I'll never go to the plane. I'll I, never get in the car to drive to the field. No, no. I, you, the idea, you it's would, so active. You really have to do it. If you somehow get me on the plane, yep. oh, the grip. You would have to be a joke. Oh, you would have to. You literally have to hit me with a lead pipe. You I'd hit have you to with a lead pipe. Thing, and then I'd be like, just But then you wake up midair. It'd oh. be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that could be kind of fun. <laughs> I had a chance. My little brother turned 30 years fun, and uh, we yeah. did the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios. And you know that last that last uh, dip really gets you scared. You really, I love that ride. I, I love passed that ride. out. Anyway. All right, so co-pilot who quote unquote fell to his death. It's just again, he, oh, didn't, they did he didn't trip over a banana peel or a tomato peel. He he jumped. Now, he was in mid-flight to North Carolina. Ugh. They said that he was sick, and he, he was described as visibly upset. Um, the pilot in charge and the second in charge were initially on the July 29th flight, right? But only one person was on the plane when it landed. And this um, was not They, they a, keep I, saying this. They keep acting like he it wasn't suicide. Like he's just like, like, oh, you know, I don't uh, know what happened. Um, so the plane was a twin-engine Casa CN-12 to a 212 Aviacar. Pretend like yeah, you know what that means. Yeah, um, I know there's not passengers on it, I don't believe. All right, so here it goes. All right, so it had already flown two skydiver runs. It was on its way to pick up a third group. Right? Oh, okay, so it was a skydiving plane. It was a skydiving plane. Now, as Crooks flew the plane, that was one of, that was the other, um, this was the the, fl- the guy that, that fell, yes. right? It fell, right? As Crooks flew the plane on his descent to Rayford West Airport, the plane descended below the tree line and dropped, according to the report. Now, while attempting to get the plane climbing again, the right main landing gear impacted the runway surface. So he fucked up, right? The guy uh-huh. went, and so they were coming in. He dropped. They slammed. This is terrifying. So the, the, the pilot fucked up, dropped the plane. It hit the runway, bounced. And then went back, went back up. up. Right, so the other flight, the other pilot took over. Oh, right? you don't want that to happen. So while attempting to get the plane climbing again, the right main landing gear, right, so it hit, it hit the ground, right? So at this point, Crooks was responsible for communicating with air traffic control while the pilot in charge flew the plane. So they hit turbulence approaching the airport again, about 20 minutes in the flight. And then he started getting upset, right? He was just like, oh man, I'm fucking this up again, man. So you oh, think he was man. just, he was mad at his, at his, uh, Ability to fly the fly the plane. I don't know, but they kept saying he. They said they quote unquote may have gotten sick, and then he said, which is just like he's a pilot of a plane that's accredited, and they're because they're trying. I maybe it's hmm. because they're not trying to get any smoke on this, but they kept saying. He kept saying, I'm sick. I need some air, and they're like, but yeah, but you're hmm. not in a Hyundai. Well, on the ground, right? You're in the sky. And so in corner, he said, I just, oh, I'm going to need some air. And then he opened up the door to the plane mm-hmm. as they were coming down and just threw himself out at the side of it. Charles Who Crooks, uh, that's his name there. Um, I wonder, 
email us if you could, sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. Can you get like, uh, like you know when you're in the middle of the ocean, your brain starts to go crazy? I don't know. Does Can you get have... plain craziness? That's yeah. not good. No, I don't want that to happen. No, don't I don't think up. that there needs to, to be any, I don't plane. think there should be doors in the cockpit. No. Why would I want these people to well, escape Well, this is a small anyway? plane. This is a real small plane. No, I know. So he just probably went out the side. Yes. Um, but uh, that's He's just like, see ya. Goodbye. I saw a grumpy pilot the other day, and I was like, I wasn't even happy with that. It was just grumpsters. But anyway, hey, hey, why don't you try smiling more? He didn't. He didn't jump out of the plane though. So this guy was 23 years old, and uh, he was discovered later in the backyard of a home. And I'm just going to tell you this: what a surprise for that homeowner. I mean, that's a problem. When they're just like, "What's up there?" and then Especially... it just lands in your yard, and then if you have a child or even a dog. It's just gonna be traumatizing. You have a lot of conversation you have to have. That well, you I'm not trying to, to have two fucking yeah, exactly. Because I don't want to bore people, but you know, like the idea, of, like if you have a house, right? And you look out there. You know how much money you drop in these lawns? You know how much money is it? Each one of those lawns. You, can you think grand. that's the main the main problem here? Yeah, I mean, he ruined the lawn. He may have the pilot I, ruined the lawn. <laughs> I don't know what the lawn looked like to start Again, with. I actually am really also kind of surprised. Maybe there's somebody out there that knows because I know we have parachuters out there. So side stories lpotl at gmail.com. Why did nobody just grab him? Why don't you just yeah. grab him? As soon as he goes for the door, you're like, obviously he's freaking out. Maybe there wasn't enough time. But like that idea of him being like, I need some air, and then it's opening the door and yeah. then just flying out of the plane. Like I feel like isn't it a process to open a plane door? Like maybe. I, I maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong with those those types of jump planes. Maybe I'm. Well, I think the, but, the whole point is that you open the door to jump out. The pilot in charge stated that the second in charge got up from his seat, removed his headset, apologized, and then departed from the airplane via the aft ramp door. So he did say, "I'm sorry," and then he jumped. So obviously, this guy was going through something. Um, I guess he could have taken the whole plane down with him. So I don't know if you are the pilot in charge. Maybe it's just know. I don't know what to tell maybe you anymore. Maybe it's happening so fast or maybe you're coming into the runway too fast. And like that's what it is because he jumped out as they were reapproaching the runway. So he was coming down. They were coming down in the plane. And then I guess it's like you have to fly the plane because if you don't, you're fucked too. Yeah. So, well, sounds scary. Well, hope that, that doesn't happen to us. Absolutely. I feel like, no, I feel it like, won't. Uh, with just, uh, us on big planes... On big planes, then, then it might be difficult to do that. I think it is, and most get, of the pilots you have to get are through five older. people. You got to get through a bunch of people before you do it, because obviously, a lot of times you got to sit. That's what your job is, because you got to sit first class all the time because of your size. If you see the pilot try to fucking kill everybody, you actually have to stop this. I would stop that from happening. I've never seen that occur. The only time I've ever seen a fight take place near a cockpit is when a person demanded to go to the bathroom, but when the pilots in the bathroom, they put you the little go. gate out there you can't go. because you can't go, and then that person really freaked out and I said, "Buddy, you're making this really difficult for all of us." And then I think that they did end up urinating themselves. I hear what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. Absolutely. It's a long flight. From your hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast on the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain, and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Absolutely. Last podcast on the left, it's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
says here, I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest. And I guess I can share it here. I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation and modern did everybody come around being like where'd you get that piece you beautiful woman and I was like stop talking to my wife she's spoken for you can see it with the blue Nile bling she's got on her right now get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code last podcast at blue Nile.com that's $50 off with code last podcast at blue Nile.com blue Nile.com Hi! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple 
Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, speaking of something on a slightly more serious note than having to go to the bathroom on an airplane, oh, let's I talk. I want to cover this just real quick. This is uh, because this is a story is unfolding. Um, whew, Ten it, people, like this shit's fucked. Well, now they're saying upwards of eleven. It's eleven people died on a, a spree stabbing attack in an indigenous reserve in Saskatchewan, Canada. Two brothers are named as the people who, in the middle of the night, like well, they say early morning, which for us is like still nighttime, so it's probably like three four in the morning well that's very good clarification. that's where we stay but that's normally like I, that's nighttime the suspect is damian sanderson and, and his, his brother, brother miles sanderson and they are 30 uh, miles is 30 and damian is 31 years old and they went from apparently they went from house to house in a oh, small visit near the reserve and they just started fucking stabbing people together but the big thing that was really they don't know what's happening. they're on the lam the biggest mystery is that so they were brothers that were attacking everyone it was damian and miles they found Damien's body. Dead. Dead as well. They think that maybe the other brother stabbed him to death too. Yes. It's all it's well, fucking crazy. It's a it's a wild story. According to authorities, Damien's body was found with visible injuries, and uh, they are saying it is not, not believed to self, be self-inflicted. No. So as we saw with the two people that escaped upstate in New York a couple of years back, I forget their name. I want to say I remember one was Sweat. Sweat and White, I think. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, they got into a massive fight because believe it or not, when you go on a co-killing spree or when you both escape jail maybe you're not actually really friends you see, or close you really get to learn who a person is well, they call it in trauma those bonding. moments you know, the idea that like when you like any of you went through disaster together and you get married right like a type of thing they call it trauma bonding like you fall in love with that person that you're with but it seems that when you're both like career criminals stabbing a bunch of people there's right. already a lot of like anger in there what is, and it's difficult it fucks with your relationship now in a bit of a scapegoat uh argument there's they're blaming alcohol and drugs i would assume that if you're going to do a stabbing massacre like this probably oh, yeah, some crystal meth would help i don't know if they're drinking sanka uh, yeah i don't think they're really drunk on sake here but uh the pair is accused of carrying out this attack this deadly spree on sunday Do they and not make it's just sanka so anymore? sad i don't know what sanka is sanka was a thing they used to do back in the day it was a it was a instant coffee do you remember instant coffee i do remember it was disgusting <laughs> it was nasty yeah so uh this took place in an indigenous community in Saskatchewan, and 19 people were injured, and as we said, 10 were dead, and now 11 uh, given Damon. So what a... I just can't... We don't know what knives they used, but this no. is so... Like it's that wild. is like not easy to do. No, it's not. No, and it's very it's just scary. Devastating. And this that is one of the stories that's going to open up as we're going to probably learn about kind of what happened. Why mm. did they target this town? We think maybe that they were from there. Thirteen different locations. Yes, they went ham. They went crazy because a group Ugh. shooting. Like not to like this is sad. But the reason why it's so prevalent, especially in America, because of our access to the assault rifles, is that they're relatively like. It's fairly easy. easy to do. It's, it's easy not to do. difficult to be a mass shooter no, in America. No, you can just spray a bunch of people. Yes, look Stabbing at Stabbing a bunch of people to death is actually very physically difficult. It is. Because and Ed Kemper, he famously said that because he thought that you just stab them once and they die. Right. But he realized, no, when you stab somebody, they leak. 
They were be, uh, they were traveling in a Nissan Rogue, and indeed they went exactly appropriate that. car. Um, so yeah, we'll That's keep you funny, updated. Though. We don't know what. Uh, triggered these people what happened either way it's horrible maybe it was the kim and, and pete breakup oh maybe it, you you're pete davidson and kim kardashian maybe, i think that i mean ha because especially oh Ugh. and then when florence Pugh was oh she was i don't even know what that means at the film festival. i know i don't know i feel what like that stayed destabilize a lot of people even just <laughs> thinking that chris pine and harry styles could have any form of feud. I would kill my whole family too. That's what they say, Olivia Wilde. Anyway, according to Regina Police Chief Evan Bray, they said in a statement we're confident that someone out there knows the whereabouts of these two and has information that would be valuable to the police. I urge you to get in touch. And uh, then they talk about there's a lot of grief, anxiety, and it's just horrible for that community. So our hearts go out to that community and it's just something I have never... I mean, we did have the knife attack in London that was terror-related. Yes. Um, but this is just... It's, it's extremely unique. Straight, and spree meter, spree, straight up old-fashioned spree murder richard Speck oh, style so we'll geez. see we'll we'll see how this pans out and five o'clock in the morning yeah, but you I know what know. you know who they aren't who heroes of the week they are not heroes of the week all right this week's hero of the week it's the autobahn society have i made them a hero yet that the people that do the birds yes so, so the, the, that's the Lord of Birds. They are like the, they decide what a bird legally is. Fifty years worth of conserving the tern and puffin populations in Maine has you created. You just saw the name puffin. Yes, has created a stable colony for thousands of breeding birds. Isn't you know that what? exciting? This is not bad. This is not of bad. all of the things because society is a group of people. Mm-hmm. It's humans. Absolutely. Um, it is saving birds. Um, puffin is disgusting meat. You don't oh, eat don't it. eat it. Don't eat my dog, please, God. No. Located on Petit Menon and other small islands off the coast, the birds have absorbed the worst of the climate change during the 2000s. But they are. Hot. They got too hot. But they are returning in large numbers of breeding pairs and fledgling chicks. That's cute, though. So there you go. That's um, not bad. So, uh, yeah. They and like then to, what they should do is the Autobahn Society, which happens is show ones should show up, right? And then create the Autobahn Society, right? And then you take all these birds and shit and you put them all over a highway with no speed limit and you just fucking see turn what, them into pace. See what happens, sure. So the Autobahn Society, it, it began in 1972. And they've been trying to recreate the breeding rooms for these birds for quite a while. Man, and they and put so they much, did. the time and expense they put into these birds' fucking rooms, it was incredible. It'd be, you wouldn't yeah. believe they have so much gluby. Um, I don't know what bird. Do birds have sex? Yes, they do. They have corkscrew penises. In 2009, the puffin breeding pairs fell to a bleak 47. Well, only 16% of all turn chicks reached adolescence. That's not an even number. How's that pairs? I don't know. So using their leg bands, the team has, uh, it's called Project Puffin. And it keeps track of the birds. And now they're doing just fine. That's not bad. This is honestly, folks. Folks, folks, listen here. Folks, I've seen the documents. Have hey, you seen what he just did? It's a real hero. You did it. Save the, the Audubon birds. Society of Maine. Yeah, unless of course these birds get in your backyard and take a dump all over the place. Yeah, of course, or if the they, puffins they, turn out they were like invasive and they yeah. destroyed, they destabilized the population of other birds. I mean, I don't, find I don't them. think they are. Not but like there's those... always something we're wrong about, so we'll find out. Yes, indeed. Anyway, um, that was about as good as it could get. That's I know really was, good. Was... That's hopeful. That yeah, makes there... me feel hopeful for the rest of the year. There were some other heroes, but I just sort of forgot about those. No, you did good. Stories. That's fine. To be honest, fucking no need to try too hard. Yeah, absolutely. right. You got her in there. W is a W. Absolutely. Well, it's now time for some listener emails. 
Now, as a per I'm enjoyed this email because as a person that has watched, like this is one thing we have a unique vantage point as people in the entertainment industry. Sure. About conspiracy theory because I've watched conspiracy theory form about me in front of my own eyes that I know that is not true. Right, like right. you watch it happen on the internet. You watch a bunch of people say a bunch of shit that's not true. Sort of you, like you with the Bud Light line. Well, that is something is that's called magic and marketing, and it worked, <laughs> and it continues to hold to be true. It was right? a margarita. I see. It, it was my Bud Light margarita. Which, it by the way, the, it's already been done. Big news. What? I'm, I'm a Michelob Ultra guy now. Ninety six cals, two point two uh, grams. So this is uh, your diet. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually do like Michelob Ultra. I'm really a fan. You no, like I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You get it real cold out of that draft. You've spent. You were in San Antonio for too long. Hey, I'm a McLeod Ultra guy. Ooh, all right. Hey, I'm not gonna take. Hey, every man's got to switch up every once Absolutely. in a while. Absolutely. Right. But as, as a person that has watched things blossom in front of me that sure. are not real, I know that this is a phenomenon that happens, and this is a really great example of it. Right. You see. I had my own brush with the satanic panic when I was in the eighth grade. Hmm. This is around 2001, past what many would consider to be the height of the panic, but I lived in a small town in rural Virginia, so it never truly went away. Sure. This also happened to be the magical time I started to get unsupervised access to the internet. Oh my. And even convinced my Bible-thumping parents to let me have a PC in my bedroom. I remember I did the oh same. It was a goodness. mistake. It ruined my studies. Well, it's probably best you weren't jerking off in the living room. Naturally, this leads. I used to have to jerk off in the living room. I, I used know. to have the whole computer room, and then I have to time it in between. I used to actively <laughs> jerk off while my mom was, like, making dinner, and have to time the cum. <laughs> right to when she was done with meatballs. Uh-oh, omelets are ready. Naturally, this led to me and my friends talking shit in chat rooms, sharing absolutely vile images and websites with each other on Instant Messenger. Remember sure. That? Now, one night when my friend Brian was sleeping over, we were revisiting a well-known shock website for about the one millionth time. It was called Goatsy, right? Hmm. Now, as you probably know, it featured only a single image of a man bent over, spreading his anus open to the camera wide enough to comfortably cradle a grapefruit. Right. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yes, but okay. You don't remember Goatsy? I don't remember Goatsy. Is it still well, up? I'm going to look it up for you right now. So you is can it just still take a look up? at it. It's still up. Just that is it. What are you talking about? Why are you covering this? Well, because Why it's, are you covering this? Uh, no, 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 no. Goatsy internet. unfiltered. What is happening to you this got, You're on internet. Google. You got to go to Goatsy.com. Oh, it may have been taken off. What? It may be taken you off. You got to be. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Time keeps on ticking into the future here. This is kind of a time slip. What? Time, it's a bit of a time slip we're dealing with here, isn't it? Uncensored. Goatsy. Uns this, this is, is fucking the nanny, the nanny world we're in. Welcome to my world, buddy. That's, this is the nanny world we're in. That's the fucking asshole right, uh, there, right? there, sure. We're not going to be able to show it. But right. Kissel's now seeing it. It's medical. It. Yeah, it's, it's, it's medical. Me yeah, it's medical. Yeah. Could, uh, now, please get off my screen. I don't know if it warrants an entire website. But... Well, that was because it was fun at the time, right? Yeah. All right, now we're looking at Goldsea, right? These kinds of images are commonplace these days, sure. Well, but not honestly, not as much. Think, look at it. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, yeah. we just tried to. Oh, it's harder than ever to find a butthole on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big problem. <laughs> so my friends and I, we adopted Goldsea as a kind of mascot. Of course, a banner to rally under, a unifying symbol that we shared with other kids we thought we might find it funny and kids we knew definitely would not. Sure. Right? It was a line in the sand. Yeah, absolutely. I get right? it. 
Now, anyway, my friend Brian and I were laughing about somehow a new detail we noticed in the picture, the wedding ring, the way it looked like the inside of a man's anus was frowning, when suddenly <laughs> my bedroom door opened to my to open up. No, my, to my relief, it was my parents, but it was my seven-year-old brother, Cody. Oh, my. Now, I told him to get out of my room, but he stubbornly held his ground, right? And he said that he wanted to see what we were laughing at. Oh, right? my goodness. He doesn't so want to see that. We obliged to show him. Right, Brian moved away from the gigantic CRT monitor he was shielding and let Cody gaze upon Goatsy with his young and innocent <laughs> eyes. Right, Unsur- unsurprisingly, he was confused by what he saw. Yeah, it's confusing. But as the image sank into his adolescent mind, he started to cringe. Finding this hilarious, my friend said, "This is the Goatsy man. He swallows up annoying little shitheads." Right? <laughs> oh. But then he began. He burst into tears and screamed. Right. Mm. Now, in a panic, we closed out the window before my mom came. She asked him what was wrong, but all he could say was his choked cries was, The goatsy man. The goatsy <laughs> man. Mom then asked me what had happened. My it's friend a... and I <laughs> said that. Like, I don't know what the fuck. He was already crying. I don't know what he was Yeah, these old right? kids cry all the time. Right? Sure. They calmed him down. He had a rough time getting to sleep that night. Um, <laughs> I was 12. I didn't really notice, but quickly forgotten about it. Right. And he never tried. He said, to his credit, his little brother never. Cl- once told his mom what happened, okay. right? So it's like, all right, off the hook. Until a week later. The cool psychologist called my parents. Now, apparently, Cody had been talking about the Goatsy Man oh. around his classmates and to his teacher. <laughs> right? He talked about seeing the Goatsy Man and how the Goatsy Man wanted to eat little kids. Especially all the adults seemed to think that he was saying, Goat Man. Okay. Right? So years later, Cody told me the school psychologist, the principal, and some other people who didn't recognize sat him down to speak to him about this encounter with the goat man. Hmm, right? And had him go over it about a dozen times, each time twisting the story a little bit more. Eventually, the story became that he saw the goat man through a window instead of just a picture. And then they had him do a drawing of the goat man, right? Which is true to the original, involving hands spreading open an orifice. <laughs> but now it was a large, gaping mouth full of sharp Teeth, oh, okay. Right? A, yeah. Narrow, angular eyes and horns have been added as a way of some, I guess, because of some form of coaching. Sure. Right? Eventually, the principal and the school psychologist met with each student <laughs> individually to talk to them about the goat man. Nothing right? else was going on no, here, No, huh? and even at that age, I could tell that they were both super horned up, trying to uncover some kind of deep, some ring, all right? They asked us if any stranger had approached us, all for satanic books, oh. all right, who invited to play games like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Did that happen, right? Mm. Have them and read the, the Bible? Meeting, they showed us a copy of Cody's drawing to see if it would jog <laughs> anybody's memory, right? Yeah. An encounter with a demonic goat <laughs> man, right? Uh-huh. And then when he saw the picture, the, the older brother saw the picture, he almost had a a stroke <laughs> trying not to laugh right because right. he knows it's goats it's goats it's a man's yeah. it's a man's butthole yeah um and after the excitement over the goat man died down i thought i was done with this terrible ordeal right and that was when my mom came to my room one evening now while all this was happening at school i believe my mom and dad were doing some prodding and and leading of their own they were there and they were devout baptists to the point of bombarding us with the usual fire and brimstone sure. and times blah, blah blah and when my mom came in she very calmly asked me why does cody finally admitted to her that she had seen the goat man in my room right why would right. she say that and i yeah. tried to play stupid again but she smelled the bullshit and she kept pushing now uh. i wouldn't say my parents <laughs> were abusive but it's a question that i had to ask myself a few times right um and she's like let me see let me see what you showed him, right? I was like, no, oh, no. I can't tell you. I, wouldn't I can't do that. tell you this. Definitely now, the more not. insistent she became. So finally, he's like, all right. Oh, wow. I wouldn't do that. No, never. No, never. you can't. No. Um, you have to hold that lie. He pulled up the website, right? She stood there looking into Goatsy's gaping asshole for what felt like an eternity, right? I could see her face undulating between anger and confusion. And finally, it landed on disappointment. 
Oh, that's not because so bad. I think she got swept up in the excitement of the witch hunt, but mostly because she learned that her oldest son was spending his time looking at a man's gaping <laughs> open asshole. That's yeah, a on funny the little, It's a funny right? joke. It's beyond a gape, to be fair. She it's... left my room without saying a word. And they just never brought it up again. See, that's actually very nice of them. They have to just move on. I just find it interesting. Just remember, these are where these things can come from. Absolutely. It's where they always do. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. As always, Um, man. It's good to be back. It's great to be back with you. We're on them radio waves, man. We're on a podcast. We're not here. No, no. Radio waves. But we do do Sirius, which also is not on radio waves. No, it's like (laughs) a radio. That's the whole point. (laughs) Kissel, you got to love your life being the new version of a radio DJ. You got to laugh. You and me sucking on a stogie you were talking about before about how you let a stogie just go out and let it be wet. (laughs) Honestly, and I'm glad. I'm glad you do that because... You know what? That means you're going to live to a solid, ripe age of 58. 58, but with the skin of an 80-year-old. Yep. God, I love That's those cigars you, for you, man. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and uh, Northfield, Ohio. And I believe all those shows are doing really well, but there's probably a couple of tickets out there. So oh, yeah. Can't wait, man. Can't if you can get a chance, go, come, and, come and join us. We don't have many U.S. shows left. It's coming, man. It's coming to an end. We find, yeah. These are all the end of the 2020 dates. Oh, my gosh. It's almost three years later oh dude. my god it's, it's been, been a little, it's been a great trip been though crazy. it's been so fucking good being on tour and seeing everybody and i yeah. can't wait to see people in the uk and mm-hmm. up in Europe, and then all the way down australia down and i learned under. a proper line doing accent is useful toy in the upper lip oh isn't that something all right everyone thank you so much for listening hail yourselves hail satan magustulations bye bye This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent. Being there day and night and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.